Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Maybe you're watching it on YouTube, and uh, that's great. Good for you. I look great, don't I? I got a green screen behind me that I got for Christmas. Very excited about that. And I also got one of those fancy-dancy ring lights, like all those podcasters and YouTubers have. So I am very upgraded. You're welcome. Got a lot to get to today. I'm going to catch you up on things. Uh, also, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos and the shit show that they are. Oh, my God. We're going to get into that to kind of catch you up on what, what I haven't. So I did those shows the last four episodes. I actually a little behind the scenes. I recorded them all in in one day. And that way I could spend time with the family over the holiday break, winter break, Christmas break, whatever you want to call it. Whatever break that was, that way I could spend time with them. And we had a lot going on. My wife had a, a birthday party. Uh-huh. Happy birthday to her. Huh? But I did a surprise party, and I've never thrown a I've never thrown a party. My wife always handles everything. And the fact that I was able to quote unquote pull it off was amazing. It was I'm very excited for myself <laughs> that I did it. It was the hardest thing I've had to do in a long time because I don't keep secrets from my wife. I try not to. She doesn't know what's on my phone. But anyway, uh, I try to keep secrets from her or don't. <laughs> Whoa, Friday and slip. Oh, my God. But I can't keep secrets from her. And so the fact that I'm like like having these questions, I'm like, ah, I can't talk to her. So I had, thankfully, my wife's aunt was there for me, uh, Missy, and she helped me a lot. But. Through a surprise party, I dressed up as Richard Simmons because we did an 80s theme. And yes, yes, I looked like pure sex. I was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Because you think of 80s sex symbol, duh, what pops on your head? It's Richard Simmons. <laughs> and that perm says, do me. It does. So that's what I dressed up as. Listen, she had an idea there was a surprise party happening. She she knows my daughter kind of spilled the beans a little bit. But she was blindsided by the fact that I was wearing the super short shorts and I had like a tank top on and a, bal a balding man with a perm wig. <laughs> and she was just like, what the fuck? So that was good. I was very happy about that. Also, I had uh, shoulder surgery. They thought I had a torn rotator cuff, but when they actually went in there, it was actually just a significant amount of scar tissue from from all my falling and my injuries from the past couple years. There's like, yeah, it, it needed to be cleaned up. And my God, there was a lot of scar tissue, but thankfully there was no uh, tear in the rotator cuff. So they just went in there, cleaned that up, and they also kind of shaved down one of the bones so that in the future it's less likely to get damaged from scar tissue and all that stuff. So that was good. So I'm recovering on that. I'm doing physical therapy, which is a bitch. Anybody that has ever had to do physical therapy, you know what I'm talking about. It's just, it, listen, it's, I, I like going. I love my physical therapist, Bill. He's just, he's funny. He, he's straight to the point. And I like that. Good guy. But as far as going to physical therapy, it fucking hurts. 
there's a lot of times where you're like this, not like, like I'm screaming, like I got to go back to the hospital. No, it's just, it does not feel good, but I get the point of it. I do. And it's very important to do your PT. But speaking of that, so before we get into the Broncos, so (laughs) we always have like separate holidays, first world problems. We have multiple Christmases. One, we do Christmas with just us here in the DeHuff household. And then we do one with my wife's family, my wife's dad's side of the family. So we always go to like her aunt Pam's house and they're a bunch of fun. They're just nonstop. Just we'll watch movies. We just hang out. It's just a good, good time. Well, my wife's uncle Sheldon drank me under the table. He did. I can admit that. (laughs) I, I got hammered. And so keep in mind, I have my shoulder that I'm recovering from. Now, while it wasn't a rotator cuff repair, they still shaved down my bone and then they were rooting around in there cleaning shit up. So my arm, like I can't move it like in certain angles. So anyway, so I'm drinking and my wife comes in at one point. She's like, you need to. You're moving your arms around a lot. You're going to be sore the next day. Like, ah, that's fine. So we're drinking whiskey, having a good time. I'm very animated. Had a good, good night. He, I don't even know how the next morning he wakes up and he's just fine. He's outside shoveling and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I am still like wobbly. But my arm is killing me still from that fucking night. So that's my fault. My fault. My bad. I'm dumb. But it felt good that night. It did. It was great, though, because you're sharing old uh, radio stories. And, and like Sheldon is connected to a lot of people that I know, like Alfred Williams. He know he knows Al and people that are good friends with Al, all that stuff. So it was fun. It was a great time connecting. And But I, I have this... This is the last story before I get to the Broncos. So shut shut the fuck up. Quit complaining. (laughs) So, so, before I got to drinking, before I got my drink on, right? I, there was, we were staying in the basement. The Duffs, we took over the basement, basically, of of my wife's and uncle's house. So, I go to use the restroom, and I'm like, oh, shit. One of the kids clogged the toilet. He did. It wasn't my wife. My wife would have pulled me aside and said, she doesn't ever do that, but I'm confident she would. So I'm like, oh, shit. Um, The toilet's clogged. So I do the classic thing. You've probably been in this situation before, too, where you're, whether it's your own house or somebody else's house or whatever, I'm looking for a plunger. I'm like, oh my God, there's got to be a plunger around here. No, no, no plunger. And I'm like, first of all, I'm thinking, epic mistake. To- that's totally a woman thing to do. And I'm not being sexist, uh, but kind of. My wife doesn't like to have plungers anywhere because she thinks they're disgusting. I think they're a useful tool. And in this situation, I needed that useful tool. So I'm like, shit, I can't go upstairs. Everybody's going to think I'm the one that clogged the toilet. 
No, it was my damn kids. But anyway, I'm like, I don't want to go all the way upstairs, then come all the way down. Again, first world problems. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I did it. What did I do? Took a deep breath, stuck my hand in the toilet, and relief the clog. I did. I did it. Don't worry. Don't, don't, no, don't, no, don't judge me. Don't you dare judge me. I did it. What was I supposed to do? Go upstairs? And people go, the rest of the, the, the weekend, everybody's like, hey, Scott, you using the bathroom? Okay, don't use too much toilet paper. It wasn't me, it was the kids. It wasn't me, I swear to God. So I unclogged it. I did. It wasn't a bunch of poop. You guys are gross. No, it was just toilet paper. But I did scrub the shit out of myself. I'm like, get it off me. <laughs> Make the poo-poo go away. Real quick. Hey, you probably don't get that clean down there with just wiping it with paper. We don't need to go further in that conversation. But you know what? Think about it. Kind of gross. Kind of gross. Uh, speaking of shit, the Denver Broncos. The Denver fucking Broncos. This is a tweet from my good friend Kevin Kistner. Good job. Does it works with Woody Page as well as 1043 of the fan. Broncos, this is his tweet. Broncos are now the first team in NFL history to win a Super Bowl and miss the playoffs. For the next six seasons. That's disgusting. That's embarrassing. <laughs> like what the fuck? Can we put something out there real quick? I love the fact that Peyton Manning came to the Denver Broncos. Wouldn't change it for the world. Loved it. But if he would not have come along and saved the day. Think about what kind of shit show the Denver Bronco franchise would have been. If not for Peyton Manning, we're not talking about six straight years of missing the playoffs. We're probably talking about like 15. Something like that. Something stupid like that. Whatever. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I mean, they, the Broncos what that one year had, uh, probably not 15. It's probably be like 10 years, right? But, you know, Jake Plummer took them to the playoffs. But other than that, the, the, the Broncos have just been really just uh, shit. Okay? You get my point. You get the idea. The Broncos lucked out with Peyton Manning. They did. I recall people that I worked with at 104.3 of the fan. When the idea was even being floated by you fans, you in Broncos country saying, what if the Broncos get Peyton Manning? What? And a lot of people, whether they said one thing on the air or not, off the air, they're like, D it's not going to happen. It's not. I remember saying to, I can't remember who, it might have been Alan Baca, who now works at Altitude. He and I were like, yeah, but what if? What if? And, you know, we're getting mocked behind the scenes by, by certain talent, Mike Evans. <clears throat> You know, for having hope and belief that, that, that somehow Peyton Manning could get there. And then, sure enough, it happened. I'm not saying I saw it coming. I was hoping. I was wishing upon a star. Oh, 
Like, what is that old Disney fucking song? Oh, I wish upon Star Wow. God, I have a beautiful voice. You guys, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Boy, anyway. And it happened. And it was, they were, he, Peyton was lured in by John Elway. And however, John Elway sold it. And thank God, because the Broncos needed it. But here's the problem. Like Kevin Kissner said, they haven't missed the they haven't made the playoffs in six seasons now since Peyton Manning left. While six seasons ago, the Broncos were, you know, coming off of winning the Super Bowl, which is fucking amazing. They haven't done jack shit since. And it's funny because I, I wrote an article for Mile High Sports the other day. That's right. I put words together, typed it out, and then sent an email to someone, Nate Lundy, and he posted it. And then later that day, my, my, here's, the, here's the idea of the, the story, was I was like, the Broncos need to go all in on trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Because right now, they got jack shit. Whatever their blueprint is for quote-unquote success for the Denver Broncos, fucking light that shit on fire and flush it down the toilet because it, it's it's worthless. Is Basically, their, their keys for success are, please, God, let there be a miracle. And then hopefully we, we get Peyton Manning. Oh, that worked. Six years later, uh, maybe we can get Aaron Rodgers, fingers crossed. And so I write this article about Aaron Rodgers and how the Broncos really, that's their biggest hope. Their biggest hope is to land someone like Aaron Rodgers. But the problem with Aaron Rodgers is you only have him for like one, two, maybe three seasons. That's it. Because he's 38 years old. Peyton Manning retired at 39 his wheels fell off around 38 so he had like a season and a half where he just wasn't physically great anymore he was an amazing leader and no one can ever deny that but you have to admit that his wheels fell off physically the last season and a half so we don't and then but then people will go well look at tom brady he's like 40 fucking something yeah, but you don't know. Right now, you are playing dice. You don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers physically. He could be having an MVP-type season, but then he gets nailed by somebody, and the next thing you know, he's just not the same guy. It, I, as much as I, I, I... Here's the thing. I still think if if all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers is available and he is truly interested in coming to Denver, you fucking do it. You got the draft, you know, stock. Yeah, George Payton has a stockpile of draft picks. Like trade it in. Who cares? But here's the thing. Why would he leave the Packers? The only reason why he would leave the Packers is if he really fucking hates people in the organization. And he wants to do something else. I get it. I get it. Doesn't, but the Packers look fucking legit right now. 
So really, what the fuck is the draw of the Denver Broncos? Yeah, they have a young beast in Javante Williams. I love watching Javante Williams run the ball. Fucking amazing. And if if fucking Melvin Gordon could not drop the, you know, put the ball on the ground, he'd be great. I would put him in a, as a great back as well for the Broncos. But he just seems to get butterfingers at the wrong fucking times. There's never a good time to drop the football, but it's just like, Jesus. They got a great receiving core, whether it's Sutton, Judy, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, and oh, Albert O, and I'm not even going to try to say his name because I always fuck it up. You see, so the offense, the offensive line is not good. You have jack shit for quarterback. The defense is good. Maybe a few edge rushers and whatever else. We could go on and on and really detail it all. But they are, you put in an Aaron Rodgers and you get somebody, look at Peyton Manning when he came to the Denver Broncos. Do you think Eric Decker is, an, is a Pro Bowl caliber receiver without Peyton Manning? No, No, he's not. So that motherfucker kept tripping in the middle of the field. Listen, he's a hell of a lot more athletic than I will ever be or ever have been. But he, Peyton Manning made him uh, a good receiver. And the, the ongoing line for people other than receivers is receivers are a, depend, a dependent position, and it all depends on the quarterback. So if you have Drew Locke back there running for his life because the offensive line blows, and then also Drew Locke is just, God, dude, the Broncos are a hot mess. It's like every time I start going down a path, I start realizing it's just like, okay, let's real quick. The offensive line, they fucking suck. They're not good. They're just, they're okay. Okay? They're basic bitches. Okay? On the offensive line. They are. They're not going to, you know, Set the world on fire uh, blocking. Then you look at Drew Locke. Let's look at Drew Locke for a second. He's had Pat Shermer as an offensive coordinator. That's not helping anybody. Pat Shermer fucking sucks. Look what Pat Shermer did the other day against the Chargers. So Drew Locke goes out with a right shoulder injury. That's his throwing arm. He goes out with a right shoulder injury. Goes into the locker room. Uh, mix misses like a series. Or, yeah. So he gets an injection in his shoulder so he can continue to play. Good job. Good. He's got balls. I love that. I appreciate that. He's a competitor. So he comes back into the game. And what does Pat Shermer do? <laughs> He calls, the Broncos are at, what, the five-yard line-ish? And he calls the Philly, what is it, the Philly special or whatever they call it, where it's basically a reverse, and then the receiver throws it to the quarterback. Then number 24 of the Chargers kind of fucks everything up. But here's the thing, and then they don't score. They If it would have been, if number 24 wouldn't have, you know, fucked up the play, Drew Locke potentially could have caught the touchdown pass, would have been great. But then they, they, but here's the thing. They, they, they put him in harm's way by playing that or doing that, making him the focus. 
And then also you have, like, I want to say, like, a few plays prior to that, Drew Locke was do, did a QB sneak for the first down. I'm like, he just got an injection in his arm, and you're fucking running him up the gut? The fuck, Shermer? It's, it's just... It feels like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And I, I would put everything... And I believe Benjamin Albright said it, uh, that he's, per his sources, that, that Shermer is gone. Once the season's done, I guarantee you, uh, Broncos play on Saturday. We're going to find out by Sunday, if not Monday morning, that Pat Shermer's gone. Uh, special teams coach, uh, what's his nuts, uh, McMahon is gone. But the big thing is, 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 is Fangio going to be gone? Should he be gone? Well, we'll get into that. But first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton are amazing. I love them. I do. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. And did you know they have curbside pickup available? They do. And uh, did you know they do online wine education classes? I need those because they do it. Stop by on 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Play Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. So Vic Fangio's on borrowed time. We can all agree on that. Like, the fact that he wasn't fired mid- mid-season, I mean, you can debate one one way or another on that, I think it was, you know, hindsight. It is probably the best choice to just let him ride out the season. I don't. Who are you going to get to replace him? Who wants to take over this, the reins of this right now? And here's the thing, Fangio. Once he gets booted by the Denver Broncos, he's going to get he's going to land on his feet very quickly. You think somebody's not uh, chomping at the bit to hire him as their defensive coordinator? Yeah, he'll be just fine. Well, he, he shot his shot as being a head coach. Wasn't successful at all. Is it all his fault? Shermer sure as shit didn't help him. No idea who they're going to replace him. You could throw out a million names, but we'll never fucking know. Who the fuck saw Vic Fangio coming? Nobody had him on the radar. I remember sitting at, in the fan studios when the guys were making their lists of, you know, who are the Broncos going to hire as the one. It was, I remember when they were trying to do that for the new GM, they did it for the new head coach. You just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. We think we know. We have no fucking clue. But obviously the Broncos need a new head coach. But listen, you might as well scrap it. Scrap 
Fangio, obviously scrap Shermer, uh, uh, what, and scrap, scrap the special teams coach, uh, McMahon, right? But here's the thing. Broncos country, we need to prepare for the worst, okay? We're getting new owners. We're going to get a new head coach, new OC, new special teams coach, and, and I'm sure some others as well. But we got to prepare for the fact that we're not going to get our wish list granted. We're not going to get Aaron Rodgers, and we're not going to get Russell Wilson. And guess what? We're probably not going to get a quarterback in the draft. Now, it's possible George Payton, like I said, has you know a bunch of shit that he could pull out of his ass and, and you know get somebody. But listen... We need to prepare for the worst. And I think by doing so, as painful as it, it sounds, is like, unless somehow Peyton trades Locke, you got to ride Locke. You just got to. He has, he's young. He has potential. He might be slow on the learning side of things. And everything I've heard is, yes, that's the case. Shit, man. You just, I think you got to ride lock. And it's disgusting. It makes me feel gross to think about it. But I think you do. Yes, it's great. It's a great idea to get Aaron Rodgers. And yes, if, if he wants to come to the Denver Broncos, you do it. You get those two, maybe three years out of them. You do. And then you just start over and just, we're in, we're in the same fucking purgatory that we're in now. If Russell Wilson wants to be a Denver Bronco, you do the same thing. You do anything and everything you can to get him. But there's a really good chance that those aren't going to happen. We're going to be putting those dreams on a piece of paper and sliding them under our pillow, hoping and praying that somehow we get Aaron Rodgers in Broncos country or Russell Wilson in Broncos country. We got to prepare for the fact that that's not going to happen. And geez, we better not get anybody like Kirk Cousins because people are going to be pissed. Nobody wants Kirk Cousins. He's a douchebag. <laughs> Just for that alone. I mean, look at him. Him and his nicely combed hair. No, thank you. But I think that a really, you got to think of like, yes, are they, who would they get in the draft? Who did I write about in the draft? All right. So this is in, in the article I wrote for Mile High Sports. I was talking about um, who would the Broncos get in the draft? So that Matt Coral hurt himself. I don't know the extent of his injury. Okay, so they're not thinking that that's going to hurt his draft status, but that will kind of stick out. So you got Kenny Pickett, Matt Coral, Carson Strong, Sam Howell. The thing is, is nobody's like screaming off the page, but that doesn't mean that one of those guys isn't going to be fantastic. Doesn't mean that they won't be great. But is that what you guys want to do again? Is start over with 
with a draft pick and hope that they're good? I mean, that would be ideal. Maybe George Payton is better at evaluating quarterbacks. I mean, because obviously John Elway had a shit of a time to, you know, try to evaluate quarterbacks. We're really leaning on hope right now. And that really fucking sucks in Broncos country to lean on hope. We're hoping that somehow Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson ride in on a, on a white horse and save the day for a few years. And then we're going to be, you know, bucked off and back into reality of quarterback uh, purgatory. And that's not great. We're hoping for that. We're hoping for a Band-Aid. We, in all honesty, we have... Man, I can go back and forth on this. But it, it, the more you think about it, the more you hope that the, somehow George Payton and the Denver Broncos land somebody great in the draft. Whoever those guys... Listen, a lot of you can say, oh, I used to, I watched a shit ton of college football. I know it's this guy. I know it's that guy. I know it's this guy. You don't know until they fucking get into the league. And you don't know who the new OC is going to be. You don't know who the new head coach is going to be. We get fucking shit luck again. We don't know. We don't know what Drew Locke's going to be like if he has an actual uh, competent uh, offensive coordinator. We don't. We're just set up to fail. The Broncos currently are set to fail. And like I said before, whatever the blueprint of success is in the Denver Broncos organization right now, burn it. Set it on fire. Then flush it down the fucking toilet because it's shit. It's not working. That's why you got to fucking blow this fucking thing up. And it sounds cliche to do. But you have to, you got to strip this thing down to the studs. You have to. Because it's just not working. Get new head coaches in there, or new coaches in there. Get a new quarterback. And I'm still torn on the idea, do you, do you ride with luck? Or do you, do you go somehow draft up or you know trade up in the draft and, and get a guy in the first round? I don't know. God, fuck, I don't know. I could sit here and just say, yeah, that's what they need to do. But I'm fucking lying to you if I do that. Because I, do, I don't know. Nobody fucking knows what the right answer is. And it's really f- fucking annoying as shit. I get sick and tired of people just like say, without a doubt, this is what the Broncos need to do. We don't know. We don't know if you're going to draft somebody and they're going to look at Paxton Lynch. Although everything you find out about Paxton Lynch is that uh, he was a dipshit and he was rude to individuals. Bring him up to Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter just Paxton Lynch was just like, could give a shit that uh, that uh, Schefter was talking to him, and that just like pissed off Adam. But the way Adam tells a story is just like, yeah, I'd be pissed too. He just could not care that that uh, uh, Adam was in front of him, and he didn't give a shit who Adam was. He was just like concerned about watching TV. It's like fuck off, man. 
And listen, I, 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 I hate bagging on the Broncos. I want them to be good. I expect them to be great. I know they can be great. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've been able to cover it in my profession, go out there when they won a Super Bowl. But instead, we've been presented with just complete garbage the past six seasons. A giant bag of baby poop that's trying to be a professional football team. It's stinky and... Yeah, just gross. I just compared the Denver Broncos to a pile of baby poop. I I want them to do well. And fuck off if you're like, I get a little pissed off when people refuse to say anything negative about their sports team. Like they think that it's going to jinx them. Or I, I used to say, I'm not going to say who, and I used to say this. Because, like, there's some people, like, when, when Von Miller was being a dick about something, I said something on social media about it. And then there's, like, all these people that just were, you can't say that about Von Miller, blah, 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 blah. We used to be like, dude, he's not going to fuck you, okay? He's not. It's okay to say, to have criticism about your team. It's okay. Because we expect you should criticize your team. Because that's how I know that you actually want them to do well. If they're doing well and you're criticizing them, then you're a dick. Then, then, you're, then I question your, your loyalty as a fan. But if they're shit, like the Denver Broncos are, they're a hot pile of baby poo, then they deserve to be uh, questioned. Jesus. There's so many people out there that refuse to say the truth. It's like they suck right now. And this is a drastic moment, so drastic moments require drastic actions. Fucking strip it down. I think we can all safely assume that Pat Shermer's done, uh, McMahon's done, uh, and, and I, I'd be damn surprised if Fangio is still around with the Broncos organization come next season. I'd be very disappointed, to be honest, if if George Payton, for whatever reason, keeps Vic Fangio. And I don't wish anybody to lose their job, but listen, I'm a Bronco fan first. Fuck it. We need to rebuild this shit, and we need to rebuild it quickly. Whatever that may be, I'll tell you one step, it's firing just about every fucking coach on staff. Make it happen. All right, let's put a bow on this thing before I just keep getting angrier. Angrier. Hey, uh, I'm a hero. I think we can all agree on that. The fact that uh, there was a toilet clogged and we had no plunger in sight, and I simply just reached my hand in there, and it's actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. Gross, but I still feel gross about it. I went upstairs and just began eating finger foods. <laughs> I did not. I actually took a shower after that and cried in the corner. I touched the poop. I touched the poop. Good idea that after you have s- shoulder surgery to not get drunk with your spouse's uncle, especially if 
you're somebody that talks with their hands a lot because my arm is still sore. <laughs> it's going to be sore for a while, but that did not help anything. And let's be honest, the Broncos need to step their game up. Six seasons since they've made the playoffs. That's a joke. It's a joke. Vic Fangio, just start packing your bags now. Please. Shermer, if Shermer doesn't have a gym bag full of underwear and T-shirts in the locker room against the Chiefs, I mean, I'd be very surprised. We've got, okay, let's see. Getting ready for the Chiefs. Got the playbook. Okay. Gym bag, toothbrush, toothpaste, underwear, socks, shirts, and tissues. Yeah, he's done. 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 I don't know who the Broncos are going to get to replace all these guys. It's fun to speculate, and in a future episode, maybe we talk about that a little bit. Uh, we do need to prepare for the worst, and that worst is that the Denver Broncos will not get Aaron Rodgers. They will not get uh, Russell Wilson. They won't. They're either going to ride with Locke and or get a QB in the draft. That's most likely what's going to happen, guys. It's not the most glamorous unless the, the, the QB pays off, the draft pays off. You know as well as I do, that's just, fuck, we don't know. We just don't know. I mean, look at what's annoying as shit as a Broncos fan is when you look at Justin Herbert for the, the Chargers and how just, he's just good, just good, really good quarterback. See these other teams that, you know, they just have good quarterbacks, young quarterbacks. And that's what really what you want. And I know that if somehow, some way, the Broncos got Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, those are just Band-Aid fixes. We're just going to, we'll ride them. Yes, we'll all appreciate it for the time being, but it's going to be a short ride, and eventually we're going to be right back in this situation again going, fuck. What are we going to do now? Who's coming out of the draft? Are they good? I Fuck if I know. A lot of guys can shit their pants once they hit the, the NFL field. They might be good in college, but you just don't fucking know. You don't. But anyway, again, remember, Broncos currently are a flaming bag of baby poop. I don't like that. I want them to be great again. And I'm tired of bashing my head against the wall. It's getting to the point where it's a little bit embarrassing to be a Broncos fan at times. I'm like, shit. Just getting their ass kicked. There's times where they're, you, you feel like the, they kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. How does that make sense? Well, maybe because the Cowboys are not the real deal. Maybe that's the, the, the reason. But man. It's just a little bit tiring. It's like, oh, come on, please. Get your shit straight. Let's at least make the playoffs here one of these days. It's not happening this year. Kevin Kistner brought that up. I'm saying his name because I saw him bitching and complaining that somebody was using his stats in an article and they didn't give him credit. And I, that is kind of fucked up to do. People do that all the time. All the fucking time. 
and it is irritating every now. I don't ever say anything irrelevant on social media, so I don't really have that problem. But it is annoying when I see people be like, dude, that's so-and-so's information. That's like almost word for word the tweet that so-and-so, you know, wrote. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and click on that subscribe. Then make sure you hit that uh, alert sign too so every time a new video pops up, you can watch it. And I got a new green screen, so I'm going to start dicking around with some possible, possible, uh, you know, funny videos. More funny videos. The fact that I have a green screen at my fingertips is very dangerous. Very dangerous. I could steal the Declaration of Independence. We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Boom. Nick Cage. Bing. You're welcome. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown. Plus Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. It's the Huff on Censor. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time. Let's keep moving forward.